we all think we're never ever gonna get old and then one day you go oh and not only are we older but our parents are older as well we're going to talk about moving elderly parents stay tuned Oh, dearie me. You know, I have to say, um, I turned 50 last year. I turned 50 last year. And, you know, you feel like, and listen, don't get me wrong, I still think being in your 50s is still young, but something happens in your life where you look around and you go, oh, I'm not as young as I used to be. And um, Unfortunately, both Mark and I don't have don't have our dads. They passed away quite a long time ago. But we do have our mums, and they're pretty sprightly. Yep. But you do look at them and you think, gosh, they they're getting older. And what are we going to do as they get older? Um, and I have to say, Mark, I do deal with a lot of elderly vendors. I've got a lovely, lovely elderly vendor at the moment. I'm just about to sell a property for her that she's been in for fifty years. So today we're going to talk about the trials and tribulations that go along with moving um, elderly people, elderly parents. I think it's a massive topic, actually. I really do. I feel like we're like looking at it right down the right. We're staring at it right in the eye at the moment with our mums as well. And like I went to a house the other day, they've owned it for 65 years. Wow. So some of these homes, people, um, you know, 71 years for Victor Glass. A lot of these people have been in their houses such a long time. Yeah. They're actually sometimes second generation or even sometimes I've met third generation in the home living. Um, And there's a lot of planning that has to go into it. There's a lot of memento occasions. There's, I would just imagine that the emotions would be absolutely like flying. Um, everywhere so it's yeah it's pretty crazy a girlfriend of mine gave me some really good advice actually because both of our mums are the same age they're um oh they're gonna my mum's gonna kill me for saying this but 76 and while and as i said they're both really sprightly we're very very fortunate my mum's 77 78 oh i should know i should know you're lucky your mum's not watching Uh, (laughs) i'm uh, gonna dub on you though Um, but anyway, they're in their late 70s. And as I said, you know, they're both really active and really fit, which is great. But my girlfriend said to me um, a few months ago when my mum had her very first health scare, she said, listen, a lot changes between 77 and 81. Lots changes. And so you do want to start to plan for that now. Because what I've found even with my mum is that they can't make a decision fast it needs to be this slow transition. Um, and it's a conversation that maybe needs to be had over a number of years. Um, they, As I said, they can't seem to adapt as quickly as what they used to be able to, and everything makes them feel nervous. So, um, and they again, worry we're, we're, they worry a lot more. A we're lot talking about our mums, guys. I know everyone, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. everyone's situations are different. I think every 10 years, your balls shrink to half. Well, 
that's that might be for you boys, but that's not the case for us girls. No, but people become more conservative. You know, I mean, I yeah. think from sixty to seventy, from seventy to eighty, from fifty to sixty, people do become more conservative. I don't know. Maybe you got you know more, or maybe you got more to lose. Uh, I don't know, but it's definitely when when these oldies get into their seventies and eighties, they're different animals. Yeah, um, they're uh, they're set in their ways. And we see this as real estate agents all the time. And there's there's people that actually make, which we're going to talk about, there's people that actually make that move seamlessly well. There's people that really struggle and actually don't plan uh, financially, mentally, all those things, and really get themselves into a pickle. Um, I know um, you were saying perpetual, was it trustees? The public trustees, trustee like, and guardian. you know, trustee and guardian, they don't plan wills, they don't plan money, they don't plan um, yeah. care, like, because care, this care can be a million bucks bond um, to, go in, to go into a retirement village. Yeah. And that million dollars is a million dollars is a million dollars. And most people don't have that million dollars. So I think today is about, you know, learning some of the, some of these, how to navigate through some of these things. So, and also some of the situations that we've seen the best and the worst. So I want to just talk about, um, at the moment, I've got a property actually that's coming on next week, beautiful house coming on in Wheeler Heights. And the vendor has been living there for over 50 years. Now, she's actually quite happy about her move. It's been planned. The kids have sat down and had a good discussion with her. And she's going to be moving up to the Gold Coast to be closer to her children. So many people doing that. So many people moving up north. Heaps. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be a great place to retire. Um, the weather's uh, warmer for them. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it's still cheaper than um, it is, you know, living living here in Sydney. And But she's very happy about the move. I met with her late last night. Mark, you've done something with this air and I'm boiling in here. Yeah. What's he done here? Um, so the she's actually really, really happy about the move because it's been planned and she's super, super excited about it, which is great. That is not always the case, though. That's not always the case. Um, we've got a friend of ours, not mentioning any names, we've got a friend of ours. Her dad didn't really plan for his future properly. And um, what she's finding is that it's become this enormous, probably burden is not the right word, but this massive responsibility that she just did not plan for. So, you know, or, or he didn't plan for either. So um, planning seems to be planning absolutely seems to be the key here. Do you know what? I think it's also human nature. Some people just don't plan. You know, like I think that there's there's your planners and there's your didn't plan nothing at all. Yeah. Um, that get there. You know, how do you change that person? You probably can't. Um, do you know it, what I mean? But it's left on the kids, and often there's you know the responsible one that gets that, that gets left with you know the planning. So I think I guess today, if you are that person, start bloody planning. Yeah, from from what from what I've seen and what I've experienced, um, and I'm I'm not talking about with our own mums, but um, and there are conversations that go on behind the scenes there. But um, and I particularly with my mum, you know, I've already started saying, Mum, what are you going? My brother lives overseas, so it's kind of on us. And I'm like, you know, what do we? What, what do you want to do for for you know as you get older? Um, the one thing that I find is that most elderly people don't want to go into any form of retirement living. 
Um, it's expensive and in their minds, they're still very young. They're like, I don't want to go and live with a whole lot of old people. That seems to be the hardest transition. Some people need the care. Yeah. Most people still want to remain independent. Yeah. But the more successful moves for elderly people that I witness, and again, we do witness it a lot in our career, are the ones where it has actually been planned, but it's taken some time. You know, initially it was a hard conversation and then as they've gotten older, they realise that they want to be closer to their family. They realise that they still want their independence. Maybe they're going to go and live in a granny flat, um, which is what we see a lot of, Mark. We see a lot of the multi-generational living as well. I like that. I, th I think that biggest regret I have with my old man is I just didn't spend enough time with him. And I think when the oldies move into the house... Um, there, there is something beautiful about that. Yeah. Um, it must be hard for, 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 you know, the oldies and must be hard for the kids. Mm. Um, but I do think there's a lot of beauty in that, that you can spend time, you know, beautiful, you know, the golden years um, with the oldies. And I agree. I, I hear what you're saying, but a lot of people, um, the multi-generational living is phenomenal if you have a really, really good family unit. Yeah. Um, if you're financial enough, if you've got a really great marriage, um, you know, and as I said, if you've got a really, really good um, unit, a, a good relationship as well, because I think it can be hard on families. They could be ball breakers. Well, it could, but it could be hard, Mark, because, you know, here you are living together for, you know, 20 years as a as a married family. Let's, let's just call it 20 years. And all of a sudden, the mother slash mother-in-law moves in. And that can be a really, really hard, you know, that can be a really hard thing because everyone's set in their ways. Yeah. Everyone's set in their ways. I mean, yeah. I know, you know, going over to my mum's place, she gets annoyed if, you know, like we've washed our hands and then you drip water on the floor. You can only imagine <laughs> living in that environment. I think you have to be extremely patient. But, you know, it's, um, it's, it's just adapting, isn't it? It really is adapting. So time and planning, guys, seems to be the absolute biggest thing. Um, having these conversations over, you know, a number of years about what you're going to do with elderly parents or in-laws as they get older. Um, that seems to be the big one. And the financial side of it is enormous. Um, like my girlfriend whose dad didn't really plan for his future for a variety of reasons. Not anyone's fault, but just life took him on different turns it's weird that what i find it very unusual is that you can get on with life and actually not plan and there is a proportion and a good proportion of people out there that just ignore it they don't want to speak about it yeah it's it's taboo it just doesn't get spoken about and i think that's often fraught with danger um you know there are people out there that do not have a will um and when when they leave it's left to the government it goes to the public trustee and the public trustee administers as they see fit so i i just think that's you know that's tough that's tough it, it leaves a big burden um a friend of mine used to say inheritance yeah. is the is the says um inheritance is the hardest money you're ever going to earn so i i think that sort of good quality planning um is just is just not leaving um the kids with trouble um, Luke, you've got some really great comments this morning. Your mother was amazing. Oh my God, I need my glasses. With with your grandmother, 
um, her siblings made 1% of the effort that she did. Amazing mum. She did well. Nothing on her siblings. It was the best for everyone and it all worked well. Yeah, look. Planning. Planning. It's, it, it is absolutely all about planning. Um, you know, and for someone like me, I guess, in you know, in my family unit, my mum, as I said, is great. She's nice. She's fit. She's mentally well. Um, she's in her late 70s, but I, I do suspect from what I hear and what I see that yeah. things dramatically change over the next five years. Yeah. Um, I see that things have changed with her over the last 10 years from what she was 10 years ago to where she is now. Um, and absolutely, she's totally independent without a doubt. She looks 10 years younger than she is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and my brother lives overseas, so it's just all about planning. I mean, we do have lots of conversations about what's going to happen and what she wants to do because she can make decisions. Um, you know, what does she want to do as she gets older? And she's adamant she does not want to go into a nursing home, and I can't blame her. So what does that plan look like for the future? I do think there's anti-ageing things that, that I, I see happen as a real estate agent, and I do think there's ageing things that happen um, with people that get older. So I think sometimes, you know, that saying, environment loads the gun and nature pulls the trigger. Yeah. I do think that, um, and I, like, I don't, I'm not enemy of enemy of the retirement village but i do see people going to a retirement village and wind up faster yeah yeah getting older and i do see people living, yeah right and yeah I, and i do see people living like doing some pretty sprightly stuff when they're in their 80s um and i'm like wow you're adding years to your life that's sprightly Hey, I helped an old lady across the road yesterday. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. I had a good old Aww. chat with her. 92, lives in Narawena, and she was carrying five bags of woolies to the bus stop. Oh. But my point is, at that attitude, I reckon it is adding years to her life. I have to say, I love my elderly clients. Yeah. I absolutely love them. And I get lots and lots of elderly women um, that want me selling their property, and I, I'm I'm very confident it's because I am a woman in real estate and they love that security of knowing that they're dealing with with a woman um, as I said I've got this lovely elderly vendor at the moment she's in her 80s I'm selling for her properties coming on next week but you know I go over there she can't use technology that's fine you know she's literally five minutes away from the office I pop over there you know she always wants to make me a cup of tea she's just adorable I, I, I love her and I I love having conversations with them yeah, as well. I asked, when I was walking with this lady, I said, um, what's the secrets to 92? Yeah, what did she uh, say? Happiness and family. Happiness and family. Yep. I yep. do love them. And they or elderly people always have such wise words. And it's always the Simple. really basic things, isn't it? It's never like, oh, a Chanel handbag or, you know, make sure you have lots of holidays to exotic places. It's always that. Yep. Um, I just want to quickly, Mark, touch on all the different varieties Can I of... Talk some more? Yeah. Yep. I do. Um, I just want to talk about the um, varieties of accommodations that are available for the elderly. Um, we've got the over 55s living. Yes. I don't think there's enough of that style of accommodation, no, I'll be honest. No stairs. No. I just sold one up in Belrose a couple of months ago that was over 55s and it had two flights of stairs. Bit weird. No lift. Bit weird. But I reckon that over 55s living is unreal. It's a corker. Um, and I don't think there's enough of it. I, I really don't. I reckon you're buying for 5 or 10% cheaper. Yeah, you are. Well, your mum's in an over 55s. Yeah. 
Your mum's in an over 55. Yeah, they're, they're good. So basically, they're, they're, they're buildings, they're medium density buildings that are accessible for elderly people. Very good option. You know, instead of going to the, um, the retirement village, it's an excellent option. Yeah. I like that one. Um, and I, you know, what's nice about over 55s, guys, is that, um, you know, the elderly still get to have their independence. Or their buddies of similar age. Yeah, and some of them have got um, built-in sort of, you know, not, not concierge, but like building managers and things like that. Um, uh, another thing I think is important, Lise, yeah. is sometimes even just staying where they are. Um, mm. Some of these old people, older people, um, are so familiar with every step, with every wall, with every turn where everything is, um, that often when they move, they trip um, because they're just so used to the yeah. environment where they're around. So it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard navigator. It's the, a hard that, navigator. That familiarity is yeah. a massive yeah. thing. As we mentioned earlier on in the show, guys, just, you know, elderly people from what we've learned just don't like change. They don't take to it very well. Um, then you've got, you know, the obvious, the retirement villages. I've got a... Um, an, an auntie who I absolutely adore her about 10 years ago she moved into a retirement village and she is literally one of the most sprightly people I know and um, she moved into this retirement style apartment and she loves it she's got food there if she wants the meals downstairs she's the youngest there she's only in her mid-70s um, but she's got, she loves all the old people that live there and she's got the help when she needs it as she gets older, she lives on her own. So, you know, that's that's a nice option as well. But her strata is through the roof for this one bedroom apartment. She pays oh. like six and a half grand in strata, um, oh. a, a quarter, it's out of control. But this full, full care can be yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands a week, like three, four grand. Um, so it can be expensive. Um, Good family friend of mine super uh, grew up with them you know 50, 40 years i've known them loaded the whole time no money anymore um because literally 10 years of care just soaked every single thing out of them so it's hard yeah you gotta be careful you gotta be careful and then you've got the nursing homes um you know and some of them can be so expensive i've got a beautiful client of mine who's in one of the nicest nursing homes i've actually ever seen i go out and visit her um every few months premium oh it's phenomenal i mean it literally looks like a, you know it's a hampton like a style hotel. home yeah, yeah it's incredible everyone's got their own private rooms but that kind of care can be extremely expensive i know nursing homes vary um depending on you know what they're getting and and where the nursing homes are but i know that they're all extremely expensive and also very very hard to get into again you'd really need to be planning for that um, and then the other style of accommodation that we see for the elderly is the um, multi-generational living. The good old granny flat is called granny flat for a reason because it's where you would put your mum, dad, um, in-laws as they got older. So we do see a lot of that, don't we, on the northern beaches? We see a lot of dual occupancy. I think it's cute. I like it. And you know what? There's an efficiency money-wise as well. Like if... You know, even food bills, insurance bills, uh, you know, it, sharing those bills is, is quite efficient. I think it's nice for the kids as well. It's great for the you kids. Know? It's great for the grandkids. It's great for the great, great grandkids. Yeah. It's pretty yep. cool. I think it's, but I think, yeah, having your mother at home, mother-in-law at home can be, 
can be dangerous. You're saying mother or mother-in-law or Both. either or? I think, yeah, I think it can be tricky. I really do. And, um, yeah, look, you know, I think everyone at, at our age, you sort of get a bit stuck in your ways. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. That, that, that's it. Big thing we are seeing, do. guys, I think the bottom line for today before we go is plan and plan and plan. Absolutely. And the people of influence in the elderly's life, get them to handle it and uh, work with those people as well because often the oldies will listen to those people. Luke, just one question Luke was asking, you know, uh, do we find that the older clients are stubborn? Luke, I actually find it's quite the opposite. I honestly do. My beautiful vendor that I'm dealing with at the moment, um, you know, fortunately for her, she is with someone that I'm looking after her, selling her property, and, you know, I'm very trustworthy and I would never get her to do anything that didn't make her feel comfortable. Yeah. Um, it scares me sometimes how much trust they actually put into someone that they don't know. And I'm always saying to my elderly clients, please go and do that with your solicitor. Please sign that contract with your solicitor. Um, because it does, as I said, it scares me how vulnerable um, some of these uh, elderly clients can be. I sold the property for a client five years ago. They um, put the money in the bank and they don't know where it is. Oh my God, I know. Two million bucks. Oh, I was talking gosh. to, so that the hubby was always doing the moving and shaking with property and he was always doing the stuff. His wife was, um, you know, great at home. Goodness And me. now he's in a village and now they've run out of money. And they, she knew the other, there was another two million sitting there, went to get it, gone. And he can't remember where he put it. And I, these guys are clever people. Yeah. These guys, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They are clever people. Yeah. So I think also as kids, just make sure that you're keeping tabs. Just make sure that you're well, keeping someone, tabs. Well, someone know, needs I'd, to know, it, it guys. Hard. It would be hard. Someone in the family needs to know what is going on. Yep. Someone needs to know. Now, often what I find, and I know we've got to wrap up, but, you know, a lot of elderly clients, they instill all their trust into their accountant or their financial planner or their solicitor. And guess what happens to the financial planner, the accountant or the solicitor that's been with them their whole life? They, they get old too. Or they go. Oh, they, they leave. They, they leave us. Yeah, but but they get old as well. I mean, we have some phenomenal people around us in our family, um, solicitors, accountants, financial planners, absolutely love them like they're our family, but they get old as well. Well, generally the confidants are older, so yeah. they're going to go before you, so you better make sure that and planning, they've, planning, they've planning, always planning, been doing planning, planning, planning in for your life, but yep. they're gone and da-da-da-da-da. Planning, 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 planning. That's it. See you guys. Love you. Take See care. Ya. Bye.